Sanchez, conservative talk show host. I've been waiting for this night to come. Yeah. Now it's time for me to take my place. The makeup running down my face. Broadcasting from his undisclosed bunker studios, the dawn of Las Vegas, Steve Sanchez. Thank you, Greg Geringer. Steve Sanchez with you on this Wednesday edition of the show. Glad to be hanging out with you. 702-257-5396. That is how you join our conversation. I wanted to let you know that the black nationalist, Frank James, was taken into custody today. And what I am hearing is that they are and will, in fact, Charge him with terror-related activities. Well, that is what they'll probably charge him with. But don't tell me for a moment he's not going to have an attorney. He's not going to have the NAACP. He's not going to have the ACLU. He's not going to have a black nationalist organization like Louis Farrakhan, Louis Chewy Farrakhan. And they're going to try to plead insanity on this dude. Oh, they're going to try. They're going to basically say he's a mental patient and he needs to go uh, into the asylum at Bellevue. And you know what I think needs to be done. I think most people with common sense know what needs to be done. I just don't think it's going to be done. There's a lot of reasons. We could sit here and dissect all night what the reasons are. But I don't think anything is going to get done. Aside from what I said. Because he's a black nationalist. Doesn't fit the mainstream media and the leftist narrative of white domestic terrorists. Look, a terrorist is a terrorist, baby. I don't care if it's white, black, brown, or purple with polka dots, for God's sakes. You go do what you did. You're wreaking havoc. That's terror. Pure and simple. But look who we have in charge of the White House. His approval rating is like at an all-time low. If you thought it could get any lower, no, no. It's at the lowest it's been. I mean, it, it it's pretty low. I really believe that it's worse than what they're saying. They're saying it's at 38%. I, I, I say it's less. But let's just play that game and say it's at 38%. That means there's 38% of the people walking around this country that think that Joe Biden's doing something great. I mean, for God's sakes, that's almost 40%. That's scary stuff. And I don't want you working on my teeth. I don't want you helping me with my medical care. If you're one of the 38% that thinks Joe Biden's doing a great job, I don't want you working on my car. I don't want you to be my dentist. I don't want you to be my doctor. I don't want you to be my lawyer. I don't want you to be my CPA. I don't want you to be my financial advisor. Hell, I don't even want you to be my neighbor. Look, I said it. What do you want me to say? That I do? I don't. I just don't. The Democrats really know how bad it is. They really do. They're not they're not going to let on too much, but you know, some democratic operatives have now come out publicly and have warned that Joe Biden in fact will have a 2024 primary challenger. You think? 
But here's the thing. Does this somehow put the uh, Michelle Obama theory to bed? Because would Michelle Obama uh, challenge him in the primary? You know, I mean, let's be honest. You know, Barack Obama, you know, Joe Biden was his second man. Could that be the case? Could the Obamas cross that line and throw Joe Biden under the bus? I think they could. They are that type of people. But only time will tell. Because if there's going to be a 2024 primary challenger, according to these Democrat operatives, who would that be if it's not Michelle Obama? Oh, Hillary has no qualms of throwing Joe Biden under the bus. Oh, Hillary uh, Hillary just wants the power. So, yeah, possibly it could be Hillary. You know, what other Democrat really that has the national presence uh, could be that Democrat that will, in fact, challenge? Who else? Seriously, think about that. I'm going to open up the phone lines. Well, yeah, there you go. Yeah, exactly, Mark. Gavin Newsom, yeah. Would Gavin Newsom cross that line? You think so? Yeah, you know, and, and, I, and I think Michelle would, too. I, I, I just think that they would. I think when it comes to politics and it comes to power, they would cross that line. And you know what, Mark? I think Gavin Newsom could be elected because California decided to keep him in office. And let's be intellectually honest. You know, there's a lot of electoral votes in California. There's a lot in uh, New York. And, you know, we know what the swing states are. Nevada's now in play, being that it went for Biden. Arizona's now in play, that it went for Biden. So, you know, there is a possibility that someone as, well, goofy as Newsom, it could happen. I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see because we're getting closer. Before you know it, we'll be wrapping this year up. And then we are really into the political season for the general election. That's just the way it rolls in 2023. It's just what happens. All right, on our newsmaker line, we have our friend, the underboss, Patrick Cassell. He's wanting to stop in, and he's got something to say. So without further ado, let's bring him on. Pat, what's up? Well, you know, I'm listening to you talking. You know, right now, we are poised to do really well. But the Republican Party's got to start getting their act together. And we have to get some of these candidates to stop being, when I say candidates, not elected, but people running against candidates that have done a good job. Um, to try to take them out. And all it does is weaken us here in Nevada. Right now, we have one cons- one person. I bet I could guess. In Congress that represents the Republican Party. It's Mark Amadeus. He's done a hell of a job. Yeah. He understands, the, he understands the system. And lo and behold, here comes the carpetbagger, the guy from the South now living in the North. Danny Tarkini wants to run against Mark Amadeus. Uh, they just had a debate. And I got to be honest. We got to watch ourselves because right now this is a crucial time, especially when you when you cover the bases with regard to this clown we have for a president. Who, by the way, the founder of Home Depot, basically said he's far worse than Jimmy Carter ever could be. Oh yeah, I mean that's just I mean my God, yeah. At least Jimmy Carter had peace and love in his heart, you know, being that he was a Southern Baptist and all the things that he's done. You know, Jimmy Carter, just a weak, weak man, but I don't think he was an evil guy. I mean, Jimmy Carter didn't get up in the morning to try to further himself, you know, financially. I mean, if you go look, Pat, at where he lives, uh, he still lives in that just humble home that, you know, he pretty much raised his family in. So, you know, I'm not a Carter fan. He was just a weak guy, and he just, you know, really didn't have the stomach to be what a president uh, needs to be. Uh, Joe Biden, on the other hand, is an opportunist, and he's corrupt, and he's always been corrupt. Well, he, uh, there's a program called OPIC, which they've taken advantage of for decades. I mean, you know, the reason he, his family and him are where they're at is because they've taken advantage of every 
uh, red carpet opportunity that's available to politicians. And, you know, Joe Biden, it's, it's coming out now. I mean, Biden's getting, he was getting kickbacks of half, half the money. I mean, his son's, his smart son, his genius son is selling them out. But I mean, we have, we have a great opportunity here to change the tide of. Are you, are you talking about the debate that happened with Tarkanian and this, and, uh, and, um, Mark and Mark. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, everything that Mark, everything he threw out at Amaday, he got, he, he ate. Cause obviously he doesn't understand how it works. When you're in Washington, he doesn't understand how the Danny Tarkanian is a clown. I mean, between him and his wife, it's a pisser. She she had a, she resigned because she threw the worst caucus in Nevada history, and in fact, the worst caucus in American history. But Danny's more responsible, along with his wife, of getting more Democrats elected than Harry Reid. Because every time he runs in, in general election, the Democrats win. They love running against him because he's like one of he's just he's just. Challenged mentally, he doesn't. Has he anybody in the leadership sat down with him and said, "Danny, what the hell are you doing?" He won't listen. Well, there he, you go. He went up north. He won a he won a uh, city council job up there, and, and he won by like uh, six votes, right? Mm-hmm. But the, the, that guy he ran against it was it was a Republican seat. But you know, he he also has a wife that went around challenging everybody in Gardnerville, calling them white white supremacists and racists. And of course, she's pulled it all down now because her husband's running for office. I mean. How could you expect people to support you when you don't support the party? And truthfully, they may really be rhinos. I mean, mean, this is really bad. And, and, you know, we have other we have a shot to possibly take all four congressional seats. And yet we're challenging them. Look at Dina Titus. Dina Titus is not doing any advertising, any marketing, because she's not going to have any challenger in the primary. They're going to set her up for the general because she could lose. And that's what they do across the country. When Mm -hmm. you when you brought up the fact that. There may be some challengers for Biden. That's amazing because they challenge Biden. If they primary Biden, it could cost Biden a bankroll. And all it's going to do is weaken the left. Generally speaking, they wouldn't do it. But I agree with you. I think you're going to see Michelle Obama knocking on the door. Yeah, it'd have to. Pat, I'm up on break, but it's always a pleasure, brother. I appreciate you hanging out and giving me some insight. And I did see that. And, yeah, someone needs to sit and have a sit down with Danny and uh, say, come on, man. We have a real opportunity to uh, make this thing go red. What are you doing? I agree wholeheartedly. Pat Cassell, you can catch him every Sunday night on the Common Ground right here on KDWN, 6 p.m. He does that with his partner, Dean Shulman. It's right versus left. And let's be intellectually honest, right is always right. We'll just leave it right there. I'll tell you what else is right is Noah Melgeri. He's running against, well, he will be running against Susie Lee. He needs your vote for District 3. He's running for United States Congress. Noah has been endorsed from here to there to everywhere by veterans groups, by second, uh, you know, uh, uh, gun rights groups. I personally have. I mean, there's a reason that Noah Melgeri is running and why I believe he should be the next congressman in District 3. You can visit NoahForNevada.com to find out more about Noah. That's NoahForNevada.com. You can find out who he is, his belief system, his upcoming events, and, of course, you can volunteer and, of course, write some checks because, again, this is grassroots. Without your help, friends, seriously, hear me now. Without your help, how do you expect to beat the Democratic machine that has tons of dough? So guess what? They may have the money, but we have the grit. So let's show them what we're made of. Go check out Noah for nevada.com i'm steve sanchez quick break and when we come back it's right back to these calls we go don't go away
Sanchez with you on this Wednesday edition of the show. Glad to be here. Phone lines are open, 702-257-5396. That's how you join our conversation. Let's go ahead and get right back to our calls. Deva, you're next. Welcome to the program. Hey, Steve. Um, Because of the wonderful executive order that uh, President Trump signed protecting churches, my church is proud to host Stan Height, Sherelle Mendenhall, and Sam Peters, May 1st. There you go. At 1130 at Anointed Tabernacle Pentecostal Church on 3050 Holly. And it was because of you I met Stan at the county fair. He was such a great guy. He was out there shaking hands. And my church and I decided we're going to get behind this guy because we're ready for a change. And so he will be with him along with the other two candidates May 1st. And you're welcome to come as well. That is great. You know what? We will look to see because I bounce between uh, Arizona and Nevada. And I will Uh certainly, if I'm in town, uh, be doing that because uh, we need people like yourself churches like you attend to stand up. Because you know what, Dave, a lot of people forget that the church should be the most influential of all influences around the country, and the church should play an active role in politics because the church is about righteousness and morality and fair play and equal treatment for everyone. And isn't that what politics is kind of supposed to be? Yes, and the reason why I like Stan the most, because at the Founding Fair, on his tagline, it had Christian. And when I went to my pastor, Jesse Gastoniel, she said, that's what we stand for. We stand for righteousness, Christianity, and a change. So these three candidates will be there for an old-fashioned soul food meet and greet. Oh, soul food. Yeah. Now, 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 now you're just, now you're just teasing me because uh, I'm going to try my best to be there. Now, when you say soul food, is there going to be some greens there? It's going to be greens. It's going to be cornbread, cakes, neck bones. Oh, Lord. We're talking, we're bringing out the stop for these candidates. Mm. We support them. We believe in what they believe. And we believe that this country is ready to get away from the demon democracy and get back to the patriotic Christian values of which we were founded. Amen. I'm going to give you a triple amen on that. I'll tell you. you I'll tell you, we're having church in here tonight because uh, yes, that that and it's about time we need to have that. And other pastors and churches and people that are involved in church need to hear exactly what you said because it's time to stop falling asleep at the wheel and it's time to actually start rolling up our sleeves and take back the influence that we have in America. Yeah, and it was because of President Trump signing that order stating that we don't lose, we won't lose our tax exemption if we stand for politics, that my pastor came and said, you know what, we're going to stand behind these candidates, allow them to come out and meet our congregation, break some bread, tell us what they're standing for so that we can get behind them and change this country. There you go. Deva, I appreciate it. Thanks for the call. God bless. And God bless I'm you. hoping to see you out there on May 1st. I'll tell you this. When she said greens, she had me right there. Have you ever had greens, Mark? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's come on. Now I'm really hungry. I had a slice of pizza earlier, but now I'm really hungry for some greens, some mac and cheese, some cornbread with a little jalapeno in it. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, that's good stuff. Great stuff. You know what else is great is my friend Ed, the old school lender. He's been serving Las Vegas for 32 plus years. If you need a loan you can afford, he's the guy. He specializes in same day loans. Yes, 99.9% of the time, you will get a loan 1,000, 2,000, up to 5,000 in cash, same day. Here's what's great credit's not an issue. If you got bad credit, no credit, bankruptcy, collections, divorce, all you need is a good full time job that's proof of income. 
That's the only requirement, and you will get $1,000, $2,000, up to $5,000. If you got some bills, you got something coming up, you got to pay the bookie, he's the guy. He's standing by now to take your call to get you the money you need. He's got something called the Easy Loan Process. You can reach him at 702-613-2153. That's 702-613-2153. 32 years, friends, serving Las Vegas. Don't go to those national lenders. They'll stand on their head to make you a deal. They lock you in these high interest rates you can never get out. He's the guy that'll take care of you. He's personable. And again, 30 Two years. You know what he's been really good at doing? And I've had a lot of feedback from this audience. You may have one of those high interest loans that you just can't get out of. He has been instrumental in helping you pay off the loan, still put a couple thousand dollars in your pocket, and you're still paying less than you're paying now. Why wouldn't you want to do that for your family? Things come up, bills come up, unexpected emergencies come up. If you need fast cash, add the old school lender, he's the guy. Again, 702. 713-2153. Right, we got some bills to pay around here, so we're going to go ahead and take a break. But when we come back, we've got my friend Alan Bigelow. He's going to be joining us. He's running for city council, Ward 2. Got to pick his brain on some things that I saw on TV last week on Channel 3. I think a lot of you saw this regarding this um, these signs, signs that were stolen and some candidates were getting blamed and accusations and denials. And you know what? It's political season. But Alan Ward, excuse me, Alan Bigelow, he's the guy that is God family country. And he will answer the questions and he'll be transparent. In fact, if you want to call, we might be able to sneak in a call and you can ask him a question. 702 257 5396. I'm Steve Sanchez. We'll be right back. with you on this Wednesday edition of the show. Phone lines are open 702-257-5396. That's how you join the conversation. Look, I wanted to say something that someone mentioned to me earlier. You know, I spent 25 years as a financial guy, so I still get a lot of these questions. You know, Steve, is the stock market going to crash? Are we going to have a problem? The answer is yes, yes, and yes. I just don't have a crystal ball to tell you when that can be. What I do want to tell you, what I want to encourage you to do is start looking at your financial affairs. Look at your statements, look at your 401k statements, and do not be arrogant. Do not continue to roll the dice because I believe we're coming to a recession. I believe the stock market's going to have an unpar- a, a catastrophic uh, crash, a collapse. I believe it. We're going to see what we saw in 2008. It's inevitable. The question is, how much risk or how much do you want to lose? I guess that's the better question. My friends over at Geiler Financial Group, they have the answers. They've got a white paper report called the Sleep Well at Night Strategy. It's the one letter your banker or your stockbroker hope you never read. I've read it. I'm telling you, friends, read this, educate yourself, and then apply it so that you can protect yourself when that day happens and that stock market has a major correction. The phone number to call to get that white paper report is one 987 983 safe 
That's 1-877-983-7233. The white paper report could either be emailed to you or sent to you via the mail. Do not wait. Do not procrastinate. I know this is Las Vegas, and we like to roll the dice one more time. Don't do that when it comes to your financial affairs because I don't want you to be in a position when you retire to be at Walmart saying, is this a return or an exchange. You should be out fishing. You should be out enjoying your family and traveling with your financial lives. And the only way you do it is educate and empower. Again, the number is one 983 safe All right, I've got in studio a buddy, and he's become a friend because I've gotten to know him during this season in this political campaign. He is running for city council, Ward 2. Uh, he's my friend and soon to be yours. I believe that he will be the next city councilman in Ward 2. And I'll tell you why. Because he's honest, he's transparent, and he's really the only person that I know that on his website, he gives his cell phone so you can actually call him. He will answer. He will answer your questions. Isn't that what we want in a city councilman? Someone that's going to be part of the community to get to know you, understand you, and basically answer the tough questions. Well, he's here to do that. That is Alan Bigelow. Thanks for joining us. Oh, thanks for having me tonight, Steve. It's an it's honor to be here, and, and I enjoy your show a lot. Well, I appreciate that. You know, Alan, we've had a, a multitude of conversations, mm-hmm. and you've always been very forthright and and uh, and very honest and transparent. Before we get into some of the questions I have, because, you know, I, I definitely want to talk about what I witnessed and what a lot of people did on this Channel 3 expose that happened a few nights ago. But before I do that, you know, remind our audience who you are, what you do, uh, what your vision is for Las Vegas to be on city council. Well, my name's Alan Bigelow. I am a lifelong resident of Las Vegas. I am a veteran, retired veteran, a firefighter, and a small business owner here in town. Uh, My biggest things on this thing is, you know, I'm, I'm really out here to take care of our kids, our grandchildren, Make sure Las Vegas comes back from this pandemic and just be responsive, you know, to everyone. And and the bottom line really is I'm your neighbor and I'm accountable to you. Yeah. You know what I, I'll tell you, and I appreciate all that, and, and I believe that, and I love the fact that, you know, you're a veteran, you're a first responder. What that means for someone like myself is that you're the guy that will run in to save someone when everyone's running out. Right. That's what this city needs. You know, and that's the thing. You develop a trust. Uh, uh, there's an implied trust with first responders, and, and we don't betray that. Yeah. You know, we're here. We are the guys, that, you know, that you call when you hear bump in the night. You're the guys yeah. that, you know, you slip in the bathtub. Yeah. Whatever the case is, we're handling you and your personal effects that's every right. day. That's what I love, and, you know, you're a hero. I know you don't want to hear that, but the truth is, is you are, because if something was going down and there was a fire, you're going in. And, and, you know, others are running out to, to save themselves. I mean, of course. Um, th- and I say it again, and I don't say it lightly. This is what the city needs. I mean, I was just reading where, you know, El Dorado High School, the, the yep. teacher attacked. People are afraid. Kids shouldn't have to go to school afraid. And parents shouldn't be afraid. Teachers, for God's sake, shouldn't be afraid. So, you know, city council has a tremendous responsibility, as does, you know, the school boards, to literally put some policies in place that make us feel safe, that work. We haven't seen that in a long time, and and I think it's time to change the guard, which leads me to what I saw last week or a few days mm-hmm. ago on Channel 3 with uh, Victoria Seaman, uh, some signs. She wasn't the only one, but, you know, they did interview her. Some signs were taken. They weren't taken. I didn't take them. It was by accident. You know, look, I don't know the truth. I'm not here to condemn anybody, Alan. I know you're not here to condemn anybody, but 
do we really is that who we are these days is that what we're about these days i mean my god my god this to me is ridiculous and silly and look God bless everybody that has decided to serve and they've tried and they've done. But I really believe that there needs to be a change of guard. Am I wrong? Oh, I, I couldn't agree more. You know, signs are weird in their own self because they become disposable, not because the candidates don't want them, but because, you know, the weather takes care of it or whatever the case is. In this case, I read the police report and the police report was very specific that uh, Victoria had taken the signs and t- basically took them home. And then uh, I did. I took a little bit of time to do some research. I contacted her, you know, the uh, Jennifer's team, and said, "Hey, you know, what what happened?" Mm-hmm. And and her team said that they got half of the signs back. And well, where's uh, the rest? That's the question. Where's the rest? Now, if this was an ongoing investigation, I'm sure there's going to be more to follow. But why didn't Victoria just say, "Hey, you know what? You know, just go take care of it." I mean. If something was going on, it, it's it's not even a race against her. It's it's yeah. two separate races, two completely separate races, so far apart that there's nothing to do with each other. You know, and, and I'll tell you this, and in all fairness to her, I know other signs are getting damaged mm-hmm. out there. And something, I think something someone did something to hers right. on, on, I think it was Sahara. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they put a men's genitals. And, I mean, we, we just got to stop that, that silliness. Yeah. It, let's, it, let's, let's be grown-ups. Yeah. Well, you know, let's Come be grown-ups. I, 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 she had some painting done to hers. It's ridiculous. Don't yeah. do that. Exactly. Sherelle had painting done to Sherelle hers. That's yeah. ridiculous. Don't do that. And that was racist in scope, Sherelle Mendezal. It absolutely was. Putting a hijab and just, you know— uh, Alan, I'm glad you brought that up because, you know, what you're saying and what I know you're saying and what I believe you're saying is that all that ridiculousness, that's dirty pool, that's dirty politics. Why don't we just come to the table and have debates and let the constituency decide what's best for their future? And I agree. I, you know, I, we talked about it. We talked about doing a debate for the Ward 2 candidates. Yeah. And I I know you'd do it in a second. I'd do it in a second. Let's do it. But what comes up is, False endorsements, uh, stories. I'm hearing about this. You know, across the board. I don't like it. And it's crazy. And, and just let's make it about the issues, and let's not have to go policing yeah. candidates. Yeah. Let's make it a real election because that's what I want. I want to be able to you know debate. I want to be able to run on a, on issues, not the fact that Victoria, in this case, has put a fake endorsement on her mailers. Really. You know, she, she can, put, can, can you elaborate a little so bit on what we, we, could, we actually went to the Veterans and Politics mm-hmm. and we were sitting. Side That's by side. Steve Sanson. Steve Sanson's show. OK. Yeah. Uh, and she had sent a mail out mailer out prior to that saying that she had earned his endorsement. Mm-hmm. She didn't. And, so, did. and, and Steve Sanson's on record saying Steve Sanson's on record. And he sent me, uh, in fact, presented me his endorsement letter in a public forum about a week ago. Yeah, that's un, that's, un, that's unacceptable. See that. See those are the things. Now, have has your campaign or Sanson or anybody reached out to the other party, the other campaign, to say, "Hey, what's going on here?" We we brought it up in in the open forum uh, of City Hall, asking for some clarification, and uh, nothing's really come out about it. But and again, it's it's a, shouldn't be about policing the other party. It should be about Agreed. issues. Agreed. You know, the idea is to get out there and say, "Hey." This is what I believe. 
the other person says, this is what I believe, and the voters get to choose. That's right. That's the way it should be. That's the way it was when I was growing up. I mean, because, look, this city's experiencing some real problems. Oh, it we is. We got violence. We got that. We got, I mean, we get, we yeah. Eldorado High School is the class. I went to Eldorado yeah. High School for a year and, yeah. and then switched over to Valley High School yeah. when we moved. So that's a home school for me. Yeah. See, that's, you know, it, we shouldn't be in a position where we're having these things. And to me, and I have to say it, it's weak leadership that doesn't want to, well, do what's necessary to mm-hmm. get things done. You know, I was talking about Stan Hyde earlier because I believe Stan Hyde is a law and order candidate yeah. and, and wants to do some of these things as sheriff. Because, you know what, I'll be straight with you and I'll say it, Joe Lombardo's not, and he wants to be governor. Right. He can't do the sheriff's job and he wants to be governor. I, there's questions there. Look, and, you know, some people will get upset with me, but we should all be adults in the room. We're not going to all have the same flavor of ice cream. No. And we all have our reasons for that. Joe Lombardo might be the nicest guy. I don't know him personally. He's probably a sweetheart of a guy, probably someone you'd like to have dinner with, and that's fine. But I'm just saying from a perspective optically, this is what I see, and this is what I'm hearing from this audience and the constituents out there. It's, it's you know, but I guess that's a whole other show that, that we'll have to have down the road. Right, and I think as it gets closer to the to the uh, primary, and the mail-out ballots and everything that's going to get turned in here in the next probably three to ha- three and a half to four weeks, uh, it's going to get nasty, unfortunately. Yeah. And people are going to get desperate, and they're going to say some silly things. And yeah. The idea is just do your issues. Don't be childish. Yeah, you yeah know, Because absolutely. grown-ups have to sit in those seats. We have to make grown-up decisions, whether people like them or not, making grown-up decisions. Yeah. Just in city council last week, had a great review of one of the new bills at uh, – Reduce the cost of a liquor license. Um, five of the board members voted to reduce the cost and make it easier for businesses to start in, in Las Vegas. Victoria voted to keep it as a higher cost and hurt the businesses. Yeah, unacceptable. And as you a know? small business owner, you get it. Alan, I'm going to have to go to break. Stand yeah. by if you don't mind. So let's take a break. we got bills to pay around here. Mm-hmm. So when we come back, I'm going to let you finish that thought, and then I'm going to have to give uh, your website, and I want you to make a closing statement to this audience because the audience is paying attention. This is a very smart audience. They do pay attention uh, out there. So stand by. We're going to take a quick break. I'm Steve Sanchez. We're sitting with Alan Bigelow. He's in studio with me. He's running for city council, Ward 2. Obviously, you hear the adult in the room, and he's just saying, hey, look, here's what we need to do. I'm not about all this other stuff, all these shenanigans. I'm about getting the issues resolved and fixed. And I believe that we always need a change of the guard. We can't be in politics for the rest of our lives. We, we've got to let other people come in and bring their ideas, and I think Alan is a good man to be able to do that with. But look, I'll let you make that decision. Let's take a quick break, and when we come back, more with Alan Bigelow. Don't go away. It's getting so you never All right, welcome back. 
Steve Sanchez with you. Wednesday edition of the show, Newsmax.com. Pretty much that's enough said, right? If you want real news, you can trust. Not this phony, mainstream uh, media narrative. Newsmax.com takes care of business. If you're tired of the woke culture, Eric Bowling, my friend on Newsmax, does a great job every night to fight the woke culture on your behalf. Even takes on the swamp. A lot of people on the news networks today don't want to do that. They ignore it. Eric Bowling and his show, The Balance, definitely takes care of business. Go check out Newsmax.com for breaking headlines. Watch Newsmax TV pretty much on every cable news network. You can also find them on OTT platforms, Roku, Apple, Pluto, and more. And, of course, you can download the free Newsmax app on your smartphone and watch Newsmax anytime, anywhere. All right, we have Ellen Bigelow still hanging out with us. Ellen, I wanted you to finish up about this whole thing about the licensing, and then I want our audience to know how they can find you, where they can meet you. Really quick, you know, licensing, it was a, a, the liquor licensing was changed from 26 categories to 11 categories. It made it a whole lot easier for people to get things set up. The taverns and the bars and the restaurants that serve liquor, it made it easy. So it's just one of those programs where, you know, the businesses are being able to come a lot sooner and get established a lot quicker. And unfortunately, Victoria voted against it. Does Victoria seem to own a business or is she just a career politician? She says she does. It's on her papers that she does. So, Yeah, unacceptable. Anytime you can help, in my opinion, if I was a politician, a business person have reduced fees because you know the pressures of running a business and Mm -hmm. staffing and everything that we're dealing with. To me, that's important to talk about, Alan. That is an issue that this audience and calls are coming in because they do want to talk to you. Unfortunately, we're going to be wrapping up. But you know, that is an extremely important issue that, that this audience, this constituency wants to know. How do people find you? I know you have a website. Why don't you give that out? Because sure. you've got events coming up. Uh, the website is alanward2vegas.com. It's spelled A-L-A-N, ward2vegas.com. Uh, the uh, email is just almost identical. It's alanward2vegas at gmail. And so emails are great. Phone calls are great. Uh you know, I try to kind of shut down between 11 and, well, about 11 o'clock at night because, you know, I got to work regular job like everybody else does right now. Let me ask you, you're going to be at the Divas Day Out, right? I am. So you'll be at Divas Day Out on April 22nd. Yes. So people can come and meet you there at your booth. You can say hello and they can get to know who you are. Well, we've got actually two big events that week. And we got Divas Day Out and then we have a uh, concert way the American, I'm sorry, I'm saying it all wrong. It's okay. It's a, a family night over at Ahern where we're getting the candidates to act like uh, contestants on a game show. Nice. So it'll be at both places, uh, in and out quite a bit. Uh, Divas Day Out is going to be on Saturday also. I'll be there all day Saturday. Love to see everybody down there for that. And then there's more and more coming. May 5th, May 14th, we have a uh, dance-off for the candidates over at the Fred Astaire Studio on nice. West Sahara. Nice. Come on out. Enjoy Good. it. Good. Ellen Bigelow, thanks for hanging out. It's always a pleasure to have you. Friends, that was Ellen Bigelow running for Ward 2 City Council, Las Vegas. You can visit him at ellenward2, that's the number two, vegas.com. There, his phone number, his actual cell number's on the website. You can call him, text him. He will get back to you. Register to vote. Look, I'm telling you, if you're a Democrat and you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, come over to the good side of the force. Register as a Republican and get involved. I will tell you, you can also donate 
at Alan Bigelow's website because this is a grassroots campaign. The Democrats and others out there are well-oiled machines, and without you, we can't go forward. You are in- instrumental. He needs the help with volunteerism. He needs the help with some donations. You can visit him coming up at Divas Day Out on April 22nd. He's got some other things. Go to his website. Once again, his social media is on the website where you can follow him and see some of the events and keep in the know. Again, it's Ellen Ward to Vegas.com. All right, look, that time has come and gone. It's time for us to bounce out of here. But if you want to know what I'm doing the other 22 hours of the day, you can go to the SteveSanchezShow.com website. Find me on my social media platforms. Our media appearances are there, our featured stories, our podcast archives. Don't forget to catch me this Friday on Spicer and Company on Newsmax TV. And again, we will be back 22 hours later behind this microphone. Until then, friends, God bless, and we'll catch you on the other side. Sanchez. For more of Steve, visit the SteveSanchezShow.com.